0: Welcome to Masterpiece Women. This is Tina Rains and I'm the founder of Masterpiece Women and I am so excited to have you here today. We are a community of authentic women from all over the world, growing together, personally, professionally, building businesses and ministries together. And today you're gonna hear from a great speaker. So grab a cup of coffee or your favorite tea and sit back and grow with us. Thanks for being here, ladies. Welcome, Masterpiece Women, to our podcast today. We are so excited to have Melinda Lee Foster with us today. Melinda, welcome. Thank you, Tina. Great to be here with you. Wonderful. So I want all of you to check out her um, bio down below our podcast. Melinda has some of the most incredible experience. I've known her for a long time. She's done... Tons. She's still likes me. What's that? You still like me. (laughs) I do, I love you. She's amazing. And not only is she an incredible actress, philanthropist, friend above all else, but she's that authentic masterpiece woman that we all desire to be. She's truly authentic. And she's that woman that um, lifts up her friends, encourages her friends, supports her friends. And even women she doesn't know has even created a website. What's the name of your website,
1: Melinda? Fun Life Twists. And it's kind of about looking at your, your life, just normal life, nothing special. And how you can add just a, a lightness and happiness and fun just everyday things. I love that because
0: the website is just to give you great ideas how to improve your life. And who does that just because? Well, Melinda does. So (laughs) I just, I love that about you, that you're always giving, you're always generous. And, you know, we talk about generosity and time, talent, treasures, and you do it all. So thank you for being who you are, Melinda. And today our topic is talking about your three hundred and sixty. So some of you, you know, may have heard that whole you know, um, description in the workplace. Melinda, I know you talked a little bit about your 360. Um, you want to describe what that means to the people that don't understand it?
1: Yeah, well, let's put it in a little bit of a context here, because we're really kind of talking you know, about what it means to be a masterpiece woman. And a lot of your members are uh, businesswomen. So a lot of times you'll hear about a 360 in kind of a corporate setting where someone is a manager and when a 360 is done, everybody around them, their friends, their family, their employees, their supervisors, their, I mean, anybody that's connected to them, it could be church member, they ask them to do an anonymous survey about a person. Mm-hmm. And, it, and the 360 means it's coming from every direction around you. And what's really helpful is so many times we don't see how we are uh, coming on to other people. Everyone, every one of us has our own stuff that we were, you know, we brought up with, it's, it's, and it can, um, we can unbeknownst to ourselves, affect people in certain ways, and it may not be doing it the way we think we want to. So, Absolutely. Um, so let's say, You start. So, we're talking about being a masterpiece woman, carrying those kind of masterpiece Christian values into the workplace, back into our homes with our friends, just throughout our everyday lives. So, this idea of a 360, and I would suggest that everyone, you know, take the time and and do this exercise. And you can do it with yourself, or you can actually uh, enlist people around you and say, um, I'm gonna give you a survey in an envelope. I want you to fill it out for me, be brutally honest, You know, tell me things that you may have a difficult time telling to my face, and it's gonna go in an envelope, it's gonna be anonymous, and you're going to mail it back to me and your address is on it. You could do that formal or you could just kind of do this with yourself. And here's the idea. I think I come across as X. Um, and you could start it with start it by helping people out get started, you know, friendly, inviting, off putting, uh, uh, conceited, you know, I don't know, you could just do it like a whole <laughs> range of adjectives that could possibly describe you just to get people started because, you know, if I think that I come across as warm and inviting to my employees, open door policy, You know, come talk to me about any problems that you have, You know, all this kind of stuff. We say it comes out of our mouth, but do people really believe it? Because I know I have worked in companies where they say that we've got this, we wanna hear your ideas, we want feedback, we just want this to be a better place to work, we want it to be better for our customers, better for whatever. But the truth is, if you open your mouth and you give strong, constructive, feedback to a boss or a company or whatever you know a lot of times then you are considered not part of the team anymore absolutely so I, and it's and it's a really interesting thing i think that what's coming out of our mouth is yes tell me how you feel how can i make this better the truth is some people really don't want to hear it yep really actually so it really does so much louder than words right Yes, yes, so this idea of a 360, so your employees, you say to your employees, you say to your customers, give us feedback. How could we be better? First of all, how many companies actually take the time to uh, survey their customers and say, what could we do better? What are we doing great? I mean, there's Yelp reviews and there's all this stuff that's out there that's like social media kinds of stuff, but we're talking about really personalizing it. For ourselves. So now if you don't want to go to all that trouble, although it's, I would think it's incredibly valuable feedback for anyone to get absolutely you know, from their spouse, from your children, from your you know, like we're talking that that's what the 360 is like all about every direction that you can possibly imagine. And you don't necessarily give it to people who know you extremely well, or, you know, or are your like dusty friends, because you know what kind of feedback you're going to get from them. It's going to be super <laughs> positive. I don't know about that. My besties would be the first
0: ones to tell me. Well, girl, um, yeah. girlfriend—that
1: <laughs> is—that is, that which is what I value. I love that. Your best, your it best friend, need
0: to be yes. my best self.
1: Yes, exactly. But if you don't want to go to all that, like just if you could get quiet and also have this like um, it's almost like meditative prayer kind of state where you would say, you know, God, please help me be the best me that I can possibly be when I get agitated or whatever, you know, like get activated, um, help me to be calm inside and not lash out. Let me hear with an open heart and open mind, the feedback that I'm getting from the people around me and not want to come back and lash out at them. You know, with a the reason I did that was, you know, like start to really, I feel like a masterpiece woman, I'm getting chills as I say this, is a person, a woman who takes personal responsibility for her life, whether it's her business, whether it's her relationships with her children, with her husband, you know, with her employees, like takes responsibility for what's happening in her life. This is like step number one, numero uno. 100%. You, cannot, you cannot have a masterpiece life, I believe, unless you own the good and the bad. And if there's something bad, that's, we're we're labeling it bad. I always feel like bad equals challenges equals opportunity. Yeah. So if you really start to look at the whole thing, um, I've noticed, I'm just using this as as an example. I've noticed that I seem to sometimes hit people wrong. I wonder why that is. And so then you start to look at like, is it my tone of voice? Is it the time of day or like the opportunity I'm using to give Feedback to someone, how could I do that in a more gentle, receptive way? You know, and then you start to look at how you can improve. I mean, isn't that really what your masterpiece, woman? Is really all about being the best you you can possibly be on the planet. Absolutely, absolutely.
0: And if you don't take responsibility for your actions, even when someone's hurt you, I find whether it's in business or in relationship, oftentimes women are, I say women, cause that's who we are. They make an excuse of their behavior is because you hurt me. Or the reality is that individual was responsible for hurting you, but they're not responsible for the, the now in the past, what they did. Yes. But if you're holding that unforgiveness, you're holding that negative thought, you're holding that negative feeling you're now responsible for it. You're responsible to let go, forgive and move on because then it frees you up right. and people think sometimes well they don't deserve the forgiveness well maybe they don't but um they really do you know here's a, there's a
1: saying from a, um an author that i, I love and he wrote uh, a book called the four agreements and uh he said when you forgive another you let yourself out of prison
0: absolutely
1: and i thought wow i had to get my head down, around that that so, because when you're holding on to anger or, you know, like resentment or whatever those negative kinds of energies could be, the person that's getting hurt is yourself. A hundred percent. The other person is like, la, 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 they're, they're all moved on. on. <laughs> they, don't even know. they don't even know they hurt you. You know, this happens a lot with men. Men have no clue sometimes the things that they say, you know. Um, and then you, and then we go into a place in our brains, going like, "Well, I can't believe he said that." You know, he didn't know. They're like, "What?" They're <laughs> totally <laughs> God bless them. You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But when you do this 360 concept, when you take this 360 concept, and we, and the, and the, the theme of our time together today was like putting your best you forward, and this 360 is just one piece of how you can do something. Because you said to me. I want you to give me like concrete ideas of things people can do to become better, not just chat, 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 but like, give us some real concrete ideas. So this is one right down a 360. And so like how you think you are perceived. And then when you get this feedback from people, I know that like one of mine is like, I always look, I always try to look my personal best. I always, I'm a little fixed up, and I, but for some people, they don't like that. Because it makes them feel bad about themselves because they didn't put on their makeup today or they're wearing their pajamas to work or, you know, or whatever the case may be. Well, what can I do about that? Can I, can I, you know, do I change who I am? You know, sometimes maybe I don't wear my best designer clothes around certain friends because I know they feel like it could be a little off-putting, but for the most part, that they have to own that piece of it too. Absolutely. So well, sometimes you're gonna get feedback where you're gonna like, ah, rah, 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 you know, like this, but it's feedback. It's awareness that you may be hitting some people wrong, totally unbeknownst to you for something that is just who you are, you know, and that, and there's another phrase that I, I love that I've heard a lot of times in speaking for speaking engagements and things like that, which is, they're going to be like 10% of the people right off the top. They're going to just effing love you. They're just going to love you. They're just think that they love everything about you. There's like a whole big group that kind of like what you're saying. And then and then there's a group at the bottom that no matter what you say, no matter what you wear, no matter how you present yourself, they're never gonna get you. Who are you gonna focus on? A, th- a lot of times we focus on that 10% that give us the most trouble, they're, they're never on our side, they never get, they never get us. Why don't we focus on that, you know, that 70, 80 percent that are giving us a, a chance and that 10% that thinks that we're absolutely fabulous, you know? Those are the, those, that's where our energy should go for the positive, for the people that already understand us, not necessarily trying to convert, right? You can't yeah. convert everybody. No. You now, no. I know that in Christianity, we'd like to convert everybody, but, but, you know, in our everyday life, you know, that let's focus on what's working for us and expand that. And the 360, I think, helps people do that, understanding okay. like what their strengths are, keep on working on those strengths. And they always say, um, do your strengths, hire to your weaknesses. So in business, if I'm not really great with numbers, like accounting, I hire a bookkeeper. I hire someone that can do those details for me because I'm a big picture person. So, and, and then if you're like a, an accountant, but you need to expand your business, maybe you need to find someone who's creative that can come up with, who's got a whole different brain uh, sense, you know, that can, that, can, that can help you with an area that you are not as strong.
0: Absolutely. The best CEOs have the smartest people surrounding them because they know that they don't have to be the all. And I think a lot of business women make that mistake and they overtax themselves because they're trying to do everything. And instead of delegating and really. And I think if you do a 360 and you ask the team around you, I believe a great deal of feedback is going to be that you do not delegate or trust others to do it. So they take it as you're not try- You're not giving them right. the opportunity right. to, to grow. You're not giving them the opportunity to expand their abilities when you're trying to do everything. And I know that when I've done it in the past with groups um, in businesses, that has been the feedback is, I don't feel like you trust us. I don't feel like you value our um, feedback or our ideas. You just want us to be
1: the implementers of yours. And a lot of so- entrepreneurs, Tina, this is very common because it's their baby. They see the way they want it to go. They're, let's just say a little controlling. A lot of entrepreneurs are, you know, in that in that way. And I remember when I was in like a network marketing company and I was in charge that day, supposedly in charge for setting up the presentation and, and everything. Well, the guy who was above me, you know, be my supervisor, so to speak, came in and moved everything around. And I, and I turned to him and I said, do you realize you just disempowered me? And you demotivated me, if there is such a word, from ever wanting to do this again. Because you're basically saying, I'm not good enough. I didn't do it. And he was like, oh, I had no idea. Because you know what you want is you want superstars all around Absolutely. you. Absolutely. You want every single person on your staff, whether it's the person at the front desk to be a superstar. You know, you want every single person to feel like they have such impact and they can make a difference in the growth of this company. And when you empower each person, which leads me to something down here, I've got some business ideas that I wrote down, um, or things to do that can make your business super special. Because I think today it's easier than ever to become a superstar, to be a superstar in business. And the reason I believe that is because so few people do the little extra things that you could do easily. Now, I'm not saying it's not without effort, But for example, let's say you have somebody at the reception desk and there isn't somebody in front of her every single minute. What else could be happening there? You know, um, so uh, these 360 calls, you could have this person call out and say, would you be willing to do this? I'd like to send you a letter or we're looking for feedback from our best customers. And um, we'd love to put you on that list boom, goes out. I mean, there, there are ways of doing that. Let me just see if I yeah, can, you know,
0: now they have this technology that you can actually send um, for that purpose feedback
1: without even seeing who it came from, which is, okay. which is what people really want to do. Right. They yeah. want, especially if there's something that might feel a little like, Ooh, I don't know if I want to say that, you know? Um, I mean, it might be something, so maybe, maybe I smack my lips, you know, and it drives people crazy. I don't know. But like maybe someone wouldn't want to say that to your face, but it could be really valuable feedback. Um, I had a girlfriend that chewed with her, chewed her food with her mouth open. I kid you not.
0: That would drive me crazy.
1: <laughs> right. And I, I mean, she was going on a lot of like new dates and I said, to her, are you aware that you do that? No, no, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I thought, who, who other than a super good friend would take would, would risk take telling someone something like that, that they've been doing all their life, they're totally unaware, but could be driving somebody else crazy? I mean, yeah. this is the kind of feedback. If someone loves, I always say, you must love me a lot to give me that kind of feedback, because yeah. that can't be easy necessarily to yeah. say yeah. to someone something like, you know, you Or someone says, you know, all the time, you know, like the, you know, like there are these ticks that we have that um, keep you from being your personal best. So I have some things that drive me crazy in business. One of them is when I go to a restaurant or a business and you sign in and I go, thank you. And they go, no problem. No problem. I just, I'm sitting here like waiting for my Food to come or I'm or I just signed in as a guest at this receptionist no problem no worries this is these are phrases that a lot of young people say very casually all the time it's just this is I think an improvement opportunity for a lot of businesses start to listen to the way your people and you interact with your customers and prospects what are the words that you're using are they uplifting words are they words like, my pleasure. Happy to be of service. You know anything That's I can. Cool. Do, That's what I, I think
0: you know. notice every single time they hand you something. My pleasure, and you say thank you. My pleasure. It's right. trained. It's ingrained in them.
1: Right. So this is like part of like the training. Like mm-hmm. I'm saying, like a like, lot here. That would drive me crazy. <laughs> uh, is is helping your people find the words that represent you and your company the best they may have been using certain phrases all their life. And again, a lot of young people use these phrases. It's just part of their vernacular. Let's take them up a step. Sometimes if I see a really great uh, waiter or waitress that's using that, those phrases, I'll say, are you open to, and I always ask permission, are you open to a little constructive feedback? You seem like you really care about your job. And they'll be like, yes, they're like, so excited. Yes, I, I would love to give you some feedback. Uh, I'd love to get some feedback. And if I say this, you say, no problem, no worries. We repeated it several times during the time you were here serving me. Would Another phrase might be, and I give them you know, my pleasure, anything I can do to help. Is there anything else I can do? You know, like these more positive kinds of phrases. And usually people are unaware that they're doing this. And two, they're really thankful, the, the good ones are really thankful that you're elevating them as a server, a bartender, a receptionist, whatever. And so I think that's like a little tiny tip that that I can give. Um, I wrote down, celebrate wins. I think so many times in businesses, instead of us lifting each other up, so many times it's like, well, we didn't get that account. Well, this didn't happen. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are we going to do next time? And I'm sure it's like kind of like football players, you know, like after a big game, you know, like they they, they don't sit there and talk about that great throw that was, you know, went into the end zone and they're like cheering on. They're talking about the things that where they messed up. So of course you want to like look, look at those things, but what would it be like to be working in an environment where someone just landed a big account and, and as they walk in, everyone goes like this. They just start snapping their fingers like, yeah.
0: um, You know, I go into a sub place, a place that sells subs here, and we go, and every time they get a tip, they ring this bell. And it just creates this amazing energy in the room of just the celebration and you want to give them another dollar just so they ring the bell, yeah. you know, and it's the same concept. It, d- it changes the whole atmosphere when you're celebrating the wins. It's incredible. And it's such a simple thing. You give them an extra dollar and they give another ba- ring. <laughs> They'll
1: love it. Yeah. I mean, that. I think that's a great example. And, and I think in offices, I don't think that this concept has been embraced as, as fully. I mean, it could be Mary Jo, who's not in sales. She's at the front desk, but she just had her fifth grandbaby, you know? And it's like, that's that's a fun, lovely thing to celebrate. And, and I would suggest not celebrating it though with cupcakes and cookies, because nobody needs more sugar in, in their lives. So setting that kind of an example also, and it could be, you know, the most beautiful apple you could find, or it could just be like a little, a cute little cactus succulent plant that they could have at their desk with a bow on it, you know, celebrate some, I, I think that it's something that, that could be embraced and, and could really change the energy in an office pretty easily at literally no cost. If someone, as a salesperson came in, end of the day, they're tired, but they're, they're coming in with an order for something and everyone stands up and does this. How would you feel? You wanna go out and do it again, yeah. you know? So it's just, it's just an idea that I have. I have a great I idea, I love that. Businesses do it, but I, I love that, the concept. Um, this is a concept, this next concept, and we everyone will see these little notes in my blog post. So then you can come back here and get the details, but we'll have these little bullet points so that you can get reminded of something. This one's called under promise and over deliver. And the idea behind this one is just simply that you get a new account, you think it's going to take you you know, eight weeks to pull the campaign together for, the, for your new account. So you tell them it's gonna be 10 to 12 weeks, you know. And then when you're done in eight or seven and a half or whatever, you then call them up and say, like, our team just we're so excited. We got on this. We're and we're just we're like over the moon about what we've produced for you. But you do it early rather than late. I mean, how much better would it be to call up a client and you've underpromised because you kind of know that you can do it faster than that, but they're they're not expecting it for another month, and you call them up and say, the campaign is ready for you to view. Are you ready? You know, And it's early rather than, um, well, we said it was gonna be six weeks, but now it's gonna be like eight or nine and like- That's the worst. Who wants to apologize to a, especially a new client, a new customer? You know. So this is just, um, it's a kind of a coaching phrase, under promise, over deliver. And you can think of it so many different ways. It could be with your spouse. It could be like, whether it's like, okay, I can be ready in 20 minutes. And and he's waiting for you, right? Because <laughs> guys take like two seconds to get ready. Exactly. <laughs> and and you're ready in 12. And you're like, I'm ready. Be like, what? You know, rather than now it's 45 minutes later. So under promise, over deliver in every aspect of your life, and you'll see a, a change that happens. And let's see, we've got a couple more here. I learned that YouTube is the most highly searched search engine and that if you want to get exposure more so than doing social media, more so than um, your own website, whatever, use YouTube. So whether it's maybe you have your, you know, celebrate, we're celebrating someone's win and and you capture it and you put it up on YouTube with, you know, celebrating wins and, you know, your company name and, whatever, and that draws people over to your website, you will see a huge increase because people are just searching YouTube and then they'll find you that way. Oh. Uh, it's, it's, it's really pretty amazing. It's like the most searched search engine out there um, because people like not having to read. There we're so video oriented these days, which is why I'm glad we're doing this because, you know, do you see someone's energy? You see their face, you see their excitement. That's the and that's what you want to drive people to your site, not just words on a page. You know, the energy of the people is what um, I think activates uh, others and will bring you know, more business to you. Um, if you're not a creative person, find somebody who is. I'm a very creative person. Anybody out there who wants to give me a call? I'm happy to. Uh, I do this right, Tina. Yep, she, <laughs> yeah, she's <sure>. very <laughs> I, just, I really do this. As a matter of fact, um, you
0: are going to do a, a program for us on how to do Zoom. Because yes. You are the Zoom professionals. So right, right now, I have,
1: a, I have a Zoom filter on that makes me look like I just had a facelift.
0: Mm, you Zoom. look beautiful, darling. So
1: <laughs> <you>. <laughs> well, I wish I could go around and Zoom all the time these days. Anyway, so um, find someone who's creative. Someone find someone who can give you a different angle to your issue, your problem, your business. You know, you may not use everything. Like I'm like a fountain. I'll just come up with a, a gazillion ideas. We can maybe do this sometime. Tina, have people call in. Talk about their business a little bit. We'll just brainstorm right on air. Maybe do a live Facebook or something like that yeah, where people can come up with ideas. And you know, they'll scroll down the side. What about this? What about that? And and to me, that's like finding someone that's if you're creative, offer your creative uh, juices to someone else. You know, because I think that it's like kind of a, a gift. But when you're creative around your business, you never know what's going to pop. So I, I suggest like finding that way to create, bring creativity and fun into your life. You know, our fun life twists. Uh, website. It's a non-commercial site, just filled with ideas of how to have fun. it could be business relationship, whatever, but, um, we encourage you to like, go there and steal an idea and and use it in your, in, in your life. Um, handwritten thank you notes. When was the last time, you know, the other thing you could do is have a postcard, a postcard with something about your business and on the back, just like thinking of you can't wait till we get your project done or that was the best that was the best sale our business has ever had or you know you did this or that like like it needs to be one line
0: so can i tell you when i when i was building the um, freedom climb and i was in full-time you know fundraising mode every single one of my donors received a personal thank you card from me now it took some effort at times and it was i i think i did it like a hundred dollars or more or something but it was a huge thing for people to get hammering. I had so many people call me and just say, thank you for taking the effort and the time to write a thank you card. Nobody does that anymore. Right, And it was just amazing, the feedback. And some of those donors became, you know, that was, I remember one conversation was, that was what spurred that donor to actually contact me. And then we were able to have a conversation about the project they were raising money for at the time. And they gave me a significant donation, all from a thank you card, because they knew that I cared enough about the people that were engaged and I valued them enough to take the time to write a thank you card. Right. It
1: was very, very like when we promote this talk between the two of us, sometimes they're just reminders. You know, we know some of this stuff, but it's just a good reminder about how impactful we can be with little, little gestures. Absolutely. As, as you're saying. And then, ew. so then I don't know where we are time-wise, Tina, but. Yeah, just a few we, more
0: minutes, so we kind share a a great tip.
1: Um, oh, this is a good one. This is a really good one to end on. When I was uh, an actor out in LA, one of our uh, acting teachers said, if you are not arriving 15 minutes for your audition time, you're late. It's like, I'm on time, I'm on time, you know. But what she was saying, and this is so important for all of us to to really get our heads around, when you arrive 15 minutes early for that appointment, you can take some time to really gather yourself. For me, what I have found is that 15 minutes, let's say it's only five, but whatever, you're sitting, you sit in your car, and for one minute, you say a quick prayer, please, God, Let the words come from my heart. Let me, let me touch the person that I'm speaking to. Let's have a positive result. Amen. It could be as simple as that. It could be as simple as that. Or let's say you're having a first date, you know, I don't know. It could be like, you know, you know, let the right person come, you know, into my life, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but that one minute of, I would say a minute of prayer. And I would say a minute of like silent meditation, just be calm. Just, just take a deep breath and just see like light from God coming into your body, into your soul. Your energy expanding, your heart opening. You know, please let the p- perfect words come out of my mouth today that can be heard. You know, um, and visualize. Take another minute and visualize the outcome that you want to see happen. This is so important. So many times we just kind of go in. We're in a rush. We're racing out the door. You know, we get oh, I just made it. (laughs) We're panicked, and then we're like, we're like joking. We're all like, like this energy when we get to the desk to check in. And it's like, wouldn't it be nice to just kind of walk in calm and strong, and that vision of a masterpiece woman that you want to be? How could they say no to you? You know, exactly. and um, I think that was, those were like, I think that's a good place to. I
0: love that. I love that. Those are such valuable tools. And even, you know, when you think about public speaking, you think about presenting to your boss, you think about anytime that you have an opportunity to share, if you take a few minutes and just breathe, because I will say those insecurities oftentimes when you're in that type of position, they tend to well up. And sometimes it's a minute of just controlling yourself and telling yourself the truth about who you really are and the masterpiece you are, reminding yourself of your value, reminding yourself of whose you are, reminding yourself that you have everything you need to be able to fulfill the mission that you're up against today and be able to do a really great job and be able to impact people around you. And when you stop and you do that, it completely changes that mood completely dissolves insecurity and the all those feel negative feelings that oftentimes come against us and for most women if they're authentic and they're real it happens every day and sometimes it's a moment by moment type of thing where you just have to stop and tell yourself some people can be in a bad place today not feeling good about yourself I'm going to encourage you to do just that stop, breathe, relax, and just meditate on who you are for just a few minutes. Meditate yeah. on the word of God that tells you who you are and whose you are. So that's a great note to end on. And I love the 360, and I love it because when you really ask people around you, you know, that saying people don't care what you know until they know that you care, right? When you're a leader, you want to know that You want your team to know that you care. You care not only for them, who they are, but you care about how they feel. So when you're asking for that 360, it's a valuable tool for you to grow as a leader, see where you're maybe not, um, where you're lacking in some areas where you need to grow. So I would encourage you to each do just what Melinda said. Do that 360, ask people around you, your friends, and um, even, you know, I, I was thinking, as you were saying, them, Melinda, sometimes it's a scary thought to mm-hmm. think of, okay, sometimes we don't want to hear the truth because that means then we're responsible for it and we have to grow and we have to choose to make, to take action and to make, you know, changes. And so it can be scary, but I'm going to say, do it even if you're scared to it. do it. If you don't want to know because you don't want to have to make changes It's the most valuable tool you can do is to see how you're affecting people around you because we want to be the light. We want to be able to help others grow and be the leaders that God's called us to be. So, you know,
1: know, maybe maybe what we can do is um, attach something to the blog when you post it. That's a form that get people started. Perfect. And, I, and, I, yeah. and I, <laughs> I'll be happy to like start to come up with like a couple questions that could Perfect. go on in the form. And I think that will help people maybe move forward with this idea because I do think it could be valuable.
0: Yeah, I think it's a great idea. So thank you for being with us today, Melinda and Masterpiece Women. We're thrilled that you are with us today. Stay tuned for next week's blog and video. And I look forward to seeing you very soon.
1: Thanks, Tina.
0: Thank you, and I'm so thankful that you are here.